0: Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Stressed Podcast. I'm super, super duper excited <laughs> to have um, my production team and founders on the podcast today, Vale Diaz and David, oh God, David, how do I pronounce your last name?
1: Ruval
2: Kaba.
0: Ruval Kaba. Yes. Nice. I'm uh, super excited to have you two guys in on the podcast today, so thank you for coming.
2: Of course, yeah, it's awesome to finally be here. We've uh, we've been working together for so long now, so I know. Awesome to finally make it official
1: what's funny is I've edited like so many of these podcasts and now it's like I've heard like your intros and it's like wow okay now I'm getting interviewed by Julie this is great yeah
0: I know (laughs) I feel like it's it's been cool because we just met each other for the first time live in person as well a few weeks back in Utah at your company Uh and it was so wonderful and to finally meet you and give you a hug and say thank you for all of the amazing work that you've been doing over the last two and a half years and um, I think your story as well is super absolutely incredible which is why I wanted to have you on the podcast today. But before we're jumping into all of these things, I would say maybe you can both just do a quick intro where you're located and um, what you've been up to today. And yeah, and then we get more into the details.
1: Absolutely. So like you said, my name's David and Volle. We both co-founded Dava in 2019. Uh, Dava, a lot of people ask, like, where, what does the name come from? Because it's just a really weird name. And it's like David <laughs> Valle Dava. You know, there's it's a little story behind it. We're at McDonald's, you know, just got together wanting to have, you know, <laughs> a name, you know. And yeah. And so, you know, t- collectively we decided Dava would be a good name. And now it just sounds natural. You know, like when people usually totally. sign on, they're like Dava, what is Dava? You know, it's like I hear Dava a lot, but um, essentially we co-founded Dava in 2019. And it's really just been, you know, one client at a time, just growing, you know, working together, lots of learning, learning experiences. Uh, like many, many mistakes, you know, it's like, it's not, I don't think it's ever been straight, straight uphill, right? I don't think that's possible. But mm-hmm. um, now we just essentially work with creators that you know we edit videos, of course, you know, we edit the thumbnails, we create thumbnails, we have a graphic design team, now we manage creators as well, too. So we take a look at their channel, you know, see how much revenue they're bringing in, see how we can help them bring more revenue. And even a lot more like finding brand deals and partnerships and, you know, connecting the creator to the brand. Because oftentimes creators just don't know how to do that in this space, you know. So there's mm-hmm. it's a whole different world, the creator's world.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. So, and um, so, you know, I want to really take a, a step even further back. And I want to have you to maybe introduce each each other and just say... You know, um, what were you doing before you started Dava, um, and what is kind of your background?
2: Yeah, I, I can I can go first here. Uh, yeah. you, we we so Dave and I we like grew up together, but at the same time didn't. I knew him, he knew me, but we were we weren't friends <laughs> growing up. Um, we both played soccer, so we were kind of like rivals, kind of just growing up until high school, which is where we met together, which is also where we ended up working at the same place together, and that's kind of how Dava became. Um, I think we both have a very similar story kind of like a, a similar origin right um, I come from Argentina he's coming from Mexico we both don't come from a lot right we're both um, I, I I like to think now I'm I'm more American than, than I am Argentine but um, uh, you know it's it's been a journey to get to this point but I think because we share such a similar story and we both have the you know very similar goals and and the reason we do what we do is still, we you know we we share the same purpose you know, and so it makes mm-hmm. everything a lot easier. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, just you know we so we we ended up uh, working together, and then where uh, did you work
0: together? Kind of out of curiosity.
2: So David was my manager.
0: <laughs> oh,
2: uh, <laughs> we, we we worked at a call center um okay. where, where we just answered calls all day um and then while while we weren't on the phones helping you know doing our job we were trying to grow the business um and so yeah it's been
1: pretty much so all good. of high school we we just took calls it was just like your typical call center you know customer support you know we'd create accounts it was super simple but because we were friends in high school I introduced him to the job and I was his manager and essentially how we got started was just like we both had the same goal. We were both like super, like we really wanted it. And because I was his manager, I'd take him out of calls so we can work on videos. As weird as that sounds, you know, so I take him out of work so we can work on this stuff. And so <laughs> it, it was a funny story. You know, the fact that I was his manager, they sent us to work from home pre-COVID, right? This was in 2019. And we just, you know, worked and had a lot of fun on the way too. You know, yeah. like we, we joke around like, like we look at old footage and like we played around a lot because we're like we're still young like i'm 20 i just turned 23 like a week ago and he turned uh 22 like two three months ago yeah, three months and so ago. we're still like kids right like but you yeah. know we have two sides of us we have the goofy fun side and we also have the business side where we try to like you know change that right and so in front of cameras we're, we're we're very professional but behind them we're very fun and we like to have fun you know we're just kids so
0: yeah and um how did you get the idea of editing videos like where did that come from
1: it- Came by accident, you know, so um, essentially, this wasn't actually the long term goal. Like, the funny part is, is Saval went to Los Angeles to go work with creators. So he was an expert in this field from the beginning. He just loved YouTube. I'm I'm young, I was a millennial. So I understood YouTube most than, you know, the older generation, just because I grew up with it. And when he came back, he just wanted to be successful. He just got out of a place where he's working with the Paul brothers, you know, like Jake Paul right up there, right? He like, he's working with these big creators. He's like, I just want to be successful. I don't care what we do. So we started with day trading, believe it or not. You know, we were just entrepreneurs. We wanted to make money. We followed all those like, you know, accounts on Instagram and so on and so forth. But um, essentially because of this craft that we had, we found clients that needed this help. You know, they're like, Hey, I'll teach you how to day trade. If you can edit, which, you know, videos for us for free, right. Mm-hmm. In exchange for mentorship. So like, yeah, that sounds like a killer deal, right? We'll use this, you know, mentorship to get better. And then hopefully we can pursue our dreams as a day trader. And then they started paying us. They saw the results we brought in with their channel. Cause we were only managing one channel at the time. This was like pre, before we had management plans, like management came way later in Dava. But essentially this was just, we had one client. Um, he was a day trader. We grew him from like very little subscribers to like three thousand in like a month, and like loved the results. And so his friends were like, "Hey, well, let me pay you." And we're like, "Yeah, why don't we use this money to fund our day trading?" Right? And and then eventually it just kept going and going. And we're like, "Why are we even day trading in the first place?" You know, like we did we did well at
2: editing and terrible at day, day trading. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, good thing that you that you're editing now. Um- <laughs> you know I just think it's so incredible like you know I've obviously worked with you now for two and a half years and it's such a powerful thing to see each other I think grow yeah I think you know like obviously me as an kind of external person seeing you grow seeing the comp- company grow and then you obviously seeing all of your um, creators grow as well I'll at the same time that. It like brings people so much closer together I think you have so much respect for each other I'll in that space that. 100%. And um, I just want to highlight, like you were like 19 and 20 years old when you started this company that is now has 35 employees, I think.
2: Yeah, 35, 40 employees. Yeah,
0: it's insane. Yeah, and you're you know you're making seven figures like in pro in revenue. I I don't know if you're doing it in profits yet. <laughs> I hope you will <laughs> one day. Um, but um, yeah, it's just incredible, and I'm super proud of you, and I'm super proud of to to be part of this. Um, you know, part of your own story. And I want to talk with you a little bit about the challenges that you encountered. And obviously, you know, you know, I'm talking about stress management and about you know, how to uh, to manage that. And you're obviously still really young. I'm sure you have a lot of resources, right? You have a lot of um, energy still, you know, you probably don't really super care about time management, but I'm sure that you have to think about these things way earlier because you are managing so many other people yeah. and you are building this really big, successful business. So what have been the challenges along the way over the last few years?
2: Yeah, uh, I think, you know, building a business, I, I don't know... I- I don't think it matters what age you are. Building a business is tough. It's mm-hmm. tough mentally, physically, and and it messes with you in every way you could imagine. You yeah. know, uh, <laughs> yeah. but look, I think this is this has helped us so much because we edited so many videos. We get we've gotten to edit videos of other people that are teaching us things at the same time. You know, for example, we had a client who uh, is teaching, or he's we were editing his videos. On him teaching you how to grow a business it, it it was kind of like a win-win right and even with you julia like i can't tell you how much it's helped us like editing your videos and it feels like you're almost talking to us giving us tips right as we're as we're doing this you know on and, and so uh it's it's been tough but i think uh being i i think i think at first and and i think we realize this now uh but being young and going to other people and telling them hey you can trust us. We can do your editing. We can handle everything was tough. As, it was tough at the beginning. You know, we didn't have mm-hmm. much to show. We didn't, but I think, I think with time we developed that, we dev- turned that into something else. We said, yeah, we are young. You know, people that know YouTube we're young. It's, it's something new, you know? And so we use that to our advantage now, mm-hmm. but that one was definitely, definitely a big one for us. And of course, I mean, you know, with the business, it, it did relatively st- take off kind of fast. And so there's a lot of time that's missed, right. With family, with, with, um, I, I had my, my wife, which was my girlfriend at the time, um, and friends and, you know, it, it's so it, there's, there's so much to it, but I, I know, I, I know those two were definitely the big ones for me. Um, and I, I, I don't know how you feel or if you agree with me at all, but <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, we
1: have like very similar stories, but like two different point of views. Cause I didn't have a girlfriend at the time just because I knew it'd take up so much time. But like, I like to say, I think I told you this when you came down to Utah to come see us. Um, the Grant Cardone mentality helped us a lot at the beginning, you know, because we had nothing to lose. Like I said, we both come from similar backgrounds where we're like, no support not in like like you know they supported us verbally but you know financially there there just was no choice you know it's just all all in on on both of our ends and so um essentially we had nothing to lose you know and so we just went like very very hard worked so many so many hours you know he sacrificed so much time with his girlfriend and i think that was really the hardest part at the beginning we had the grant cardone mentality so it's just kind of like 150 percent but after for doing it for so long it's just not sustainable. You know, I think it's a great mentality to have at some point. But at some point you need to learn, like you said, if you don't know, if we, you know, keep time management, it's like, that's actually very important to us. It's like, we don't speak to each other for important things unless it's blocked into our calendars, because sometimes I'm doing something and I can't get distracted. But like, this is actually something I learned from your videos, you know, and it wasn't even mm-hmm. too long ago that you posted this. <laughs> but I think it was like maybe 28% of your time that's consumed by doing side tasks before you can mm-hmm. finish one task, something like a statistic like that. And that just mm-hmm. like sparked a, a light bulb. I'm like, why am I midway through a project and answering? so many you know i don't want to say dumb questions but it's just like side projects hey can you help me with this and it's like a little question so now i have people just block out my time it's like if you need me this is time or hey i'm busy during this time because i have tasks that i need to do otherwise i won't finish it because i stand up go help come back and then i forgot where i'm at and so i waste a lot of time so yeah, time yeah. management is huge huge for us it's very important yeah
0: yeah absolutely and how about um you know, hiring employees because again, because you're so young, I'm sure that I know that you have a pretty uh, like young crowd. Um, Your employees are pretty young as well, but I'm sure there's also people that have a little bit more experience than you or that are a little bit older than you, right? How how did you manage that mentally to be like, hey, they're like five years older than me, <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like their boss.
2: <laughs> I think uh, you know, I, I I I specifically remember when we hired the first person that was older than us. Um, and I actually honestly just ended up talking to my father-in-law. I I, I remember this so clearly because uh, it's it can be challenging sometimes when there's someone, you know, it, it just comes naturally, right? Uh, people that are older kind of feel sometimes that they have more dominance or they have, you know, more, uh, maybe dominance is the wrong word, but, but just, don't see like you as their boss, right? It's yeah, like, and, and, and it is hard because a lot of us here are friends or we were friends before they even joined the company, you know. But I think I think one thing that we do well here at Dava is we can be friends and everything and we want to be friends. But once we're at work, we're working, you know. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I have, I, and they say, hey, don't ever work with family. Don't work with, I have, my, my brother works here. My cousin works here. Um, but But the one thing that we do really well is, is nothing gets taken personal, you know, it's, it's, this is work at the end of the day, we respect that. And, and, and we just make it happen. But um, yeah, it's, it's challenging. David now is handling more of the hiring with, with the people that come in. So maybe you've, you've kind of run into different challenges, but
1: there's definitely a lot of challenges, you know, because having their first couple employees, I, I wouldn't say it was too much of a challenge because there was no structure. So we could snap our fingers and change anything at any time. But the bigger your team gets, it's like every little detail can slip through the cracks, right? Are we sending messages, mm-hmm. right? Is there a process to send mm-hmm. messages to make sure people actually get responded to? Not just the one person, but hundreds of clients, right? And so yeah. that was really, you know, the most challenging part because employees and, you know, in the nicest way possible, they only do what they're told to do. And so if you create a process that's above and beyond, then they're going to act above and beyond. But if you mm-hmm. ask them, like, hey, just make sure to respond all the time, they won't do it. There has to be a process where they actually like, oh, I need to go through every message a certain amount of the days to make sure that everyone's responded to. And there's only a certain amount of like window that they have where they can't respond during business hours, unless they have a specific reason. So um, Mm -hmm. I've learned that work-life balance is super, super important. It's like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like those boundaries we've had to set, not in terms of our employees, but our clients as well. It's like, Hey, you know, after these hours, we don't guarantee responses because work-life balance, it's just like hiring anybody in house. You know, you can't ask your employee to respond all day, every day. It's just Within these hours, get used to it because after these hours, they're not going to be around. And then people will adjust to our schedule, which is important if you're going to have yeah. a team like ours. So.
2: Yeah, it's also something something that at first, I think was happening in, just without people realizing, um, I think the big thing that we try and just get the message out right away is, is time to recharge, especially for employees. Uh, I think oftentimes when in, I think the big thing is employees usually feel guilty when they want to take vacation or when they, that's been a little bit of a challenge, you know? And so the big thing is, is making, keeping that message clear as time goes on as well is we want you to take time off. We want you to recharge. We, you know, and we don't want to bother you during, during those times. I don't like to be bothered when I'm on vacation or do de- taking time off because so I can come back even stronger than I was before. Right. Mm. And so that's been a challenge. You know, I, I, th- I think the big thing is, ah, man, hi- hiring employees is, is awesome, but it's a lot more work. It's, it's almost more work than you had before, you know? Yeah. Um, but we can't we, like if we're at that point where we can't do what we do. It's not just David and I anymore. It's like we need a team, a really solid team. I think we have the best team we've ever had right now. Um, I'm kind of spiraling into other things now. But no, I, I it's, think-
0: it's really interesting. And I really appreciate you sharing all of that because I'm thinking to myself, too, I've really seen I've obviously seen you guys grow through all of these, you know, two and a half years. Um, almost you know from the start from when you started your business and it's really interesting to hear you talk about it because even I recognize that now that um, your team has gotten a lot better at you know communicating we have Slack now right like it's really interesting all of the different tools and systems you actually put in place in order to work with each other we have Asana now and we have yeah. Slack now to communicate with each other and, um, and I do see that it actually you know it was a painful pr- as always it's a painful process when you started and when it's yeah. like new things and you know I recognize nice even myself you know like every time you know you brought in a new system or tool like my first reaction is oh no something new you know yeah. <laughs> it's like okay now we do asana and i'm like i already have a project management tool. So i don't want to have another one right or um i remember when david told me about um iframe and um how to review videos you know and i was like oh <laughs> i need to learn this new thing and now i love it and i i can't <laughs> believe that for like a year we were sending back and forth you know um <laughs>
2: (laughs) you know things on
0: whatsapp to say hey like at minute 156 there's (laughs) things like that it's like crazy how we were working and how like everything is now more streamlined but it really helped you know david and i are not working on my videos anymore during the weekend (laughs) um you know my my editors are you know i know that they're going home on friday at three o'clock you know my time um and they're coming back on monday and i can count on them doing their work, and it's it's really it's it's been really beautiful to kind of watch that to to mm-hmm. see how actually these processes and these systems that sometimes are painful to introduce at the beginning actually yeah. helped all of us so much to uh, to become great. more productive and to communicate better with each other.
1: And I think that's where many entrepreneurs are mistaken. They think you have to have everything perfect the first time. Like, there's no, mm. like, book I can pull out and say, use Slack, use Asana, use this. It's kind of mm-hmm. like, as you go, you start to find problems. It's like, I hate this revision process.
2: It's <laughs> terrible. And and, no. and I'm sorry, but we're probably maybe won't be using Slack in a year from now or Asana, right? <laughs> who, who says it's perfect right now? You yeah. Know? For sure. But it, but it's better than it was. You're right. Um, yeah. But yeah. The, yeah. Just just as, as long as, you know, as you're paying attention. To, like, don't, don't forget, don't, don't forget to put yourself in the customer position, you know, uh, mm-hmm. see what it's like, see, you know, and just keep trying to make it better. You know, that, that, that's what we're trying to do every day. Um, just keep trying to make everything better, you know?
0: yeah so. yeah, for sure what kind of an effect did all of that have on your mental well-being like the pressure of you know not just taking care of yourself and maybe your families but now also taking like being kind of responsible for 35 other people and their lives and their salaries and so on
1: I for sure feel like you holds me accountable like the first and I actually said this in the last interview in a different interview it's like at the beginning, I genuinely don't know an entrepreneur that didn't get started for themselves. It's kind of like, I want to be successful. I want to live this life and I want to do this. But as we started to develop to, I'm sorry, to develop and grow, we realized like, it's not just about me anymore. Cause if it was all about me, I would be finished from where I wanted to be. But it's like so far Mm -hmm. from that. Like I want to help my entire team, you know? So we don't think in decisions and based off like where I want to be anymore. It's like, where can I take the rest of my team? You know, I want them to live a super happy and fulfilled life, you know? And so, so it's like i feel like that's what actually there's a lot of pressure for sure like it doesn't leave my mind like i think probably too much about it but whatever yeah. i can try to do to like make sure that it's not just me living a good life i want everyone to be happy everyone to have more life balance it's like i it, it, i think a lot about it and i would say it can get stressful
2: just cuz sometimes you just don't have a solution so you have to figure it out you have to you know yeah keep- and it, it it takes a toll like uh, you know going back to your question like it it does take a toll you know i've i'm uh i was probably you know in the last three years almost three years that we've been doing this the six months ago i was probably in, in like during, at the hardest point of it all um mm-hmm. and i feel like i can confidently say that right now i'm probably at maybe my peak right of of just feeling the best i can and i think it's just realizing that uh you know growing a business, it's not nine to five, it's 24 or it's 24 seven, you know? Uh, but, but it's a journey at the end of the day. And, and this isn't something that's going to be completed in one year. And so it's not worth destroying yourself and still doing this for years and years and years, you know, it's a journey. So, so build it, build it confidently, take care of yourself, you know? Um, I just, yeah, I, I, I'm just, and maybe I'm recognizing it right now that I'm, I probably feel the best Mm -hmm. I've felt in the last three years, you know? Um,
0: Can I ask you what, what, what maybe came up like six months ago that has changed to now?
2: Yeah, I think, I think uh, six months ago, I think uh, Dava was going through an internal transformation with a lot of things. And so there was just a lot of work, so much work. Um, And so and then you start falling kind of, you know, into a, into a, you know, you get home, you're tired and you don't want to do anything for the rest of the day, you know, at mm-hmm. least for myself. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of took over the responsibility of making sure that Dava is growing. And David kind of took over the responsibility of, you know, maintaining everything inside of Dava, making everything better and, and so on, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, but I think what helped is just admitting that I felt like this. I think that was Mm -hmm. the big thing. I've always, I come from a place where in my house, in my household growing up, we didn't talk about how we felt. We didn't, you know, that wasn't normal, you know? And so I always held things Mm -hmm. to myself. And so I think for me, just admitting it, like I'm like, I just, it's just one step at a time. You know, I'm not going to do everything I want to do. If I force myself to do it all, you know, I'm, I'm getting ready to run a half marathon. I'm running every day. I'm biking every day. I'm eating healthier than I ever have been. I'm going, I have an awesome sleep schedule. I'm waking up on time. Um, you know, I'm trying to stay efficient, just realizing that, Hey, if I'm tired at work, I'm not going to just sit here for the rest of the day and do nothing. Like I might as well just go home, recharge, come back tomorrow, ready to go. You know? So I think the big Mm -hmm. thing is just recognizing that, you feel that way and that you need to take action because it's not worth going months doing nothing rather just take a week off and just admit it to say look I'm burnt out I'm this isn't going to work just restart you know and then kind of move forward if that makes sense
0: totally yeah yeah You're, you're following all my, all my (laughs) tips. uh,
2: Julia, it's helping. (laughs) It's helping. I, I, I I remember I was, uh, when I was kind of at that low, I said, man, what? I I just, I felt stuck. And I actually just pulled up your channel. I don't know if you ever saw my comment, but I just, uh, I ended up just commenting. I was like, wow, Julia, this, this, this helped so much and just published. I was like, and I talked to you about, it. I think I was like, David, it's like, I, I I know you've done a lot of Julia's videos, but like, these are so helpful, you know, oh,
0: so, you. <laughs> so yeah. that's really cool to hear. That makes me really happy. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I, you know, I think, you know, you are just saying, like, maybe it's just me, but I think, you know, what we are all recognizing is, is that we are all feeling this way, you know, it's not just mm-hmm. you, Vala. like, I have a day today. you know, just when we were jumping onto the, the podcast interview, I was saying, oh, I didn't get a lot of sleep the last two days, and I'm really feeling it today, and I was actually yeah. planning to record a few videos this morning. For my program, and I was like, you know what, I'm not going to do it today because yeah. I know that my brain is not <laughs> on, and I I know I would sit in front of the camera, get super frustrated for three hours, and it wouldn't yeah. be the product, you know, that I would want to um, send to you guys and also show to my clients. So I'm like, okay, it's, that's fine. And right. I think two years ago, I would have, you know, I would have forced myself to sit in front of the camera, and um, and I think it's it's really beautiful because the process as well of trying these things out and experimenting show like teaches you oh hey like i can like make that decision today to be like i'm tired and that's totally cool and i'm like finding an hour tomorrow and i'll do it tomorrow and i know i will actually get it done in an hour and don't need three hours and will not have a frustrating process it'll
2: come out better than if you would have done it today you know for sure so so yeah yeah, a hundred percent how about
0: you david um how are things for you mentally like the like i would say
1: Yeah, totally. I would say the first like half of the career so far, because it's only been, it's going to be three years in May. But the first half of of the career, I would say had like a huge like push, push, push mentality. And Volley Mm -hmm. called me out for it, you know, just like, like after halfway, he's like, like, you sprinted for too long. And now it's showing it's like you're you're wearing yourself out. This was pre Mm -hmm. before I started like, like, listening to your content, because I, I just had the push, push, push mentality, which worked. Until I completely like collapsed. I almost did nothing for months, you know. And but the mm. problem was I kept coming to work. And so I felt like it could have been a one week break and I could have came back and mm-hmm. been good again. But instead, mm-hmm. I chose to drag it for months. So, you know, for me personally, yes, it's taken a toll. But the first couple months was um, honestly not too much of a slowdown. I think it was just because the amount of motivation I had at the beginning. And there's more motivation than yeah, I could ever have, you like, you know, what I have today. If it was, you know, it was crazy. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't go to the gym. I would do absolutely nothing but work. It was every waking hour I was working just because I felt like I needed to get this kicked off or it was pointless Um, to kind of Mm. touch on that, like on the severity of how bad we needed it to work. I was his boss and essentially I would take him out of calls and we would do nothing for our jobs. Right. We didn't get paid a lot. So we were kind of just like, you know, like it wasn't like a, like a career, but I would take him out and we would work on our business all day. It, but during the summertime is when it was busy. So they would less likely find out that we did nothing. And, but towards the end of the summer is when they audit and review everything. And they will know for sure that we did nothing. And so we set ourselves <laughs> a time frame. And it's like, let's just work super, super hard until we can, you know, get, you know,
0: because they kick you out jobs. before they could get Yeah. yeah. We, and we
1: basically got fired. Like they gave us an ultimatum because okay. we worked from home and they're like, you can't work from home anymore because nothing was done in these last couple months. And so we quit. And that's when, mm-hmm. uh, yeah it was like at the beginning it was not hard I would say it was just a a combination of a lot of things like I wasn't mentally too well either so working was a good distraction Mm -hmm. um for like things that were happening in my life but after that once I was totally fine it was definitely like I had to start thinking smarter and not harder because you can only work so hard for so long so Mm
0: -hmm. yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. and uh I had one other question about the employee part what was it um I don't know, slipped my mind. See, that's what happens when I don't get enough sleep. (laughs) 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 Um, Yeah, no, I think it's super interesting. I really appreciate you sharing all of these different things so openly. Um, uh, Yes, the question that I had was around um, growing the business. Like you grew so fast. um, So, you know, um, how do you make these decisions? I think, as you know, when you're an entrepreneur and... You know, the, a lot of people always talk about, well, you know, you should already hire people before it gets too busy, because if you're hiring people when you're already busy, then it's kind of too late because then mm-hmm. you need to, you mm-hmm. know, the time that you need in order to onboard people and such and so on. Like, how have you thought about that? Do you feel like you did a good job at that of like bringing people on um, before it started to get too busy or, or what, yes. how, what was that expansion strategy?
2: Yeah, that that's an awesome question. We, so we followed Grant Cardone a lot. Um, can you tell
0: us a little bit about him? So just, yeah,
2: of course, of course. So, (laughs) so yeah, no, so, so Grant Cardone, he's been in the sales world forever. He's been in the real estate world forever. Um, nowadays he is, he's, he's, he helps people sell more, um, sell more and you essentially invest with him. That's basically kind of what he's known for now. And um,
1: he has a very strong personality, his grand colonel's personality. It's like, you got to suck it up and keep going, you know, push harder. You know, it's like, if you want it, you got to fight for it. You know, it's not so much of like thinking smart, it's more going hard. And if you work hard mm-hmm. enough and put all your chips every single day, you know, it's like, you're going to see results. So he's a very hard, like in a good way, hard headed man that like pushes you to go harder. It's like a motivational coach. Definitely. It's like mm-hmm. the way he okay. presents himself.
2: Yes, yes, and so with that being said, uh, the one thing he always preached about, and we didn't have anyone to go to, so we're just like, "Well, Grand Cardo says this, so let's just do it." You know? <laughs>
0: I love that, yeah.
2: And 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 uh, and it came back to to bite us in the butt. But uh, the the whole thing was like his his whole preach was everyone's worried about hiring before you, you know, bringing on all these expenses and payroll, yet there's no revenue coming in, you know, and I still have the bad habit of this sometimes, but um, because it stresses everybody out, you know, there's a lot of work coming in, but there's no employees to take on the work, right? Mm -hmm. So David and I, at the beginning, it's like, we're not going to hire, we don't got money to hire anybody, you know, so we're just going to email blast a bunch of people you know and so that's what we did we and so we brought on so we sent everything out on a friday within uh 20 minutes we had someone that was ready anyway by the next four hours we had i think it was six clients ready to go just david and i and we're like uh i don't know how we're going to do that but we're going to figure it out (laughs) (laughs) and so uh but we quickly realized within a week that it was too much we need to hire somebody and so David was focused on hiring somebody, training somebody from ground zero. That person didn't know anything about editing. David took Mm -hmm. that on and, and I I said, all right, well uh, let's bring on even more, you know? (laughs) And so we just repeated that when we got clients, we hired and everyone got stressed until we hired. The issue Mm -hmm. with that is yes, we grew, but it put a lot of stress on everybody, you know? Mm
1: -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm. Um, And so now, you know, as we develop, as we want to grow other things, because we can now and because we can afford it now it and it makes everybody's life easier is we kind of hire train prepare then we bring on right Mm -hmm. um but i mean there's challenges with that too because you can bring on all of the costs all the payroll costs everything and end up not getting any clients you know Mm -hmm. um so we've kind of tasted we've kind of experienced a little bit of everything but uh, yeah. At first, it's just bring on clients. We'll de- worry about it later. You know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had clients asking me like, "Hey, can you do this?" And I'm saying, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." I have no <laughs> idea how to do that, but guess what? We'll figure it out. You know. And up, yeah. yeah. And we end up figuring it out. You know. So I, I like to say, and I'm not like this too much with business now, but I'm like this with other parts of my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the big thing is, too many people are focusing on making sure everything's perfect. You know, and I'm kind of just like, force yourself to be in a position where you have to act, you know? And so yeah. if, if you get pressured, you know, if you want to, I don't know, if you want to do something, position yourself to be in a position where you have no way out. You know, if someone's depending on you, you're going to get it done. But if no one's depending on you, you're it's not going to happen, you know? Mm-hmm. So it actually goes
1: in like multiple parts of my life too. Like in business, if too many clients come in, I have to find a solution like fast because it's like, I, I can't just pretend like it doesn't exist. It, you know, I'm going to get, you know, a lot of messages, but even in like, now I hit the gym every single day now that I have a lot more free time and there's pre-workout, right? If I like, for those that go to the gym, if you take pre-workout, it starts to tingle your body and you feel uncomfortable unless you're at the gym. So something my older brother taught me, is like, well, if you don't want to go to the gym, just take a scoop and you will have no choice because you can't shower that that feeling away. You can't, you know, you have to exercise. And so it's like, when you <laughs> take it, you know, it's like, all right, if I just I take that. it, I'll have no choice. So like little things like that, that I still adapt in my personal life too. It's not the smartest yeah. in business now, because, you know, if we bring in way too many clients, it puts too much strain on our employees and it's just not worth the cost of, you know, the work-life balance. But personally, yeah. you know, like I can, you know, I don't mind hitting a, you know, an all-nighter working because of something that could be very beneficial in my life, right? Or super late at night, I take a pre-workout and just worry about it later. You know, I hit the gym knowing that I, I needed to do it. So
0: Yeah, Yeah, that's really cool. So I'm hearing accountability is super important. I'm hearing that there's not really a one solution that fits everyone and everything. It's like really more of the trial and error and being open to that and trusting that in the process, you will actually learn whatever you have to learn.
1: Uh, Yeah, I think too many people jump in thinking that there's some golden rule or book that's going to teach you how Mm -hmm. to do it. It's like not once in my life have I felt like Except for the beginning, I thought there was just like, listen to Grant Cardone and you'll be fine. But now with coming with, you know, with the punches rolling in, you have to move with the punches. So, you know, a problem arises, solve it fast, as fast as you can in the best and most efficient way you can. Right. And oftentimes Mm -hmm. I would even say it's nice to have a business partner because, you know, times under stress, you can't think straight. And so I will come in thinking a solution the right solution. I bring up the idea to all it. And he's like, no, that's terrible. Because then it will cause these problems and helps predict mm-hmm. these, these problems before it even happens. Or oftentimes we're like, hey, well, let's just try it. And we try it and it doesn't work. It's mm-hmm. terrible, right? It's, it's, mm-hmm. And so we just have to take a step back and like, all right, well, how do we fix this now? It's just rolling with the punches and moving as fast as you can. But um, knowing that mm-hmm. you can't predict what's coming, it's impossible. Like there's no way I could have predicted where I'd be at today. And like I would have I would have guessed that my problems would be completely different right? Like yeah. completely different, but no, it's like things you would never imagine. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: I know. What would, what would you have said if someone would have told you three years ago that you're going to have 35 employees with Dava?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You just, you just gotta do it. You know, like y- you just gotta go all in, you know, like mm-hmm. you're, you're always uh, tomorrow. You're going to be older than you were today. So it's yeah. just, just do it. Let's not waste any more time. Let's just go for it. And if it fails, then, hey, we now have a story to tell our kids or we have, you know, yeah. like it's fine, you know, and it's fun. And I think the journey is always more fun than the end result, you know, and so push that end result as far as far as you can, because, uh, you know, you're going to look back and just remember that the journey was the best part of it all, you know.
1: I know there's a lot of people that are insecure in terms of like, I'm not a people's person, so I can't sell, you know, I'm not this and I'm not that, or I I feel out of my comfort zone doing these things. And I think that's like, a huge obstacle for many, you know, great entrepreneurs out there that stops them from actually hitting these goals. Like Bali was never a people's person. Like at mm-hmm. the very beginning of our of our careers, he was the video editor, right? He was the one that went to Los Angeles and he understood YouTube. I was just a hardworking man. I was actually a salesman at one point, so every sales call who took it, I did, right? Every connection, people connection part, I, I did all the communicating with our clients. And essentially, Vala had a moment where it's like, David, I need to learn this, like, just let me, you know, like, Absolutely. like, after watching and monitoring me do it, he forced himself mm-hmm. and threw himself into the fire to do it. And as mm-hmm. ironic as it sounds, it kind of like switched roles. Now uh, I, now yeah. I do what you would think would be Vola's job. And now he does what you would think would be my job, which is he does all the selling and all the closing with our, our, our growth team. And I do all mm-hmm. the video editing, all the managing, because we mm-hmm. essentially taught each other, each other's crafts. That's amazing. You know, yeah. so that's was, so beautiful. You know, Having to yeah. break out of your comfort. I never thought I'd be a video editor in my life. Never. And like, he's <laughs> asked me in high school before, let's start YouTube channels together. I'm like, no. <laughs> I just told him no, you know? And so, yeah. So we had yeah. a small background in high school like that too. Yeah. yeah.
0: And so, besides your kind of far, far away mentor, do you have any other like mentors or coaches or like, how do you, you know? Like, do you, do you feel like it's mostly you have each other or are there other people that help you to influence decisions and, um, help you to grow both personally and professionally?
2: (laughs) Of course. Yeah. I think, so I think for me, you know, the, the, the big thing is I've learned, I've learned the most and have had something to look up to when I learned something. You know, and so really books has done a big thing to me. And mm-hmm. and I struggle to read, like to sit down and read something. So audiobooks has helped me so much, you know. And so I think there's just so many business, like so many, so many people. Um, and it it I mean, it doesn't even have to be business people. I know music artists that I just like you know, th- there's an artist called NF. In, it's not necessarily that I like his lyrics, but I like how passionate he is about what he does, about what he sings about what he and that to me, although it has nothing to do with what I do, that gives me some sort of some sort of motivation that it's like you know as long as you like you can just feel the passion in him and it just gets me going you know it makes me want to want to you know just do more, you know. Uh, so there's, there's yeah, just so many people that I look up to. I, I, I couldn't just say one. Um, but um, yeah, that, that, that's a hard one for me, because there's just so many Um but yeah, the- I think in terms of mentors,
1: like I don't really have a solid mentor either. Like I would say it was Grant Cardone, but it's, it's very, it's hard. Like I really wish there was someone that I could just know that would like, I just don't know what people are like. And the people that know at this level are usually too busy to care to help anybody. And like they have mm-hmm. their own businesses to run, but mm-hmm. I would look back into the early phases. And it's like, I wish we would have taken mentorship because there were so many stupid mistakes that we've made, like so many stupid yeah. mistakes. And I look back and I tell my friends now, it's like, I would have paid thousands Cause the amount of money I could have saved just for yeah. taking in a mentor. Right. Like I can mentor yeah. anybody below me confidently. Cause it's like, like I've done that. I've been there. I've hired a team of two or three or have my hired my first employee. But at the time we didn't take mentorship. We only read books and, and listened to like motivational videos and it cost us
2: a lot, yeah. like a mm-hmm. lot. And so, and I'm mm-hmm. sure it's still costing us a lot now, you know, mm-hmm. uh, just, yeah, just it, it, have, having a mentor, having someone that. Like we've, we've, we've uh, got the opportunity to, to work with someone here locally that has had a lot of experience in the business world, a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, And so that helped us a lot, you know, over the last 12 months. Um, Mm -hmm. But uh, which honestly did save us a lot. Luckily, you know, we got to try and grow a a business together. Um, But, Yeah. 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 I think
0: that's something that I've learned as well over the last, you know, because our businesses are almost the same age. Like my, I started my business in February, 2019. Mm. And, uh, and at the beginning I was always like, yeah, you know, like I'm, I'm obviously a coach and I'm selling myself as a coach and people, you know, working with me one-on-one and, but I think you really just start to understand really the power of it when you have that the same experience. And as I was going, as you know, over the last one and a half two years for a lot of personal challenges as well more in my profession in my personal life I I onboarded a lot of people in my life to help me right like therapists and healers yeah. and coaches and you know and it was so powerful to invest that money because I, I wasn't good feeling good so I was like I really need that external help um and that really translated into business so then I I was like well you know, how can I like become more, um you know, present? So I like hired a public relations company yes uh, last year. And then this year I was really focusing on, or I am really focusing on business growth and development. And I'm hiring people because I think I've made that experience that really, like, even though like upfront, you're like, oh, this costs like five or six or seven grand. You're like, oh man, this is a lot of money upfront but the amount that it brings me yeah. back like how how much that investment pays off is absolutely incredible and now yeah. i'm like smiling about myself because i'm like yeah i i should have hired somebody right away in like 2019 and i maybe would be at a different place now right um but you again it's all in the process and on in the journey and you are learning these things and it's, I think it's always powerful to see how like those personal insights and learnings also then translate into the professional side. And you're like, Oh, like, who can I hire? And now I have like three, you know, business growth experts that are helping me this year, because I'm like, I don't care. I don't care how much I actually pay for this because I mean, I do care, but like, (laughs) I'm very mindful of, you know, actually making that investment because I'm like, that will, I know that it will come back to me threefold And and fivefold and tenfold, you know?
2: Exactly. And you're you're forcing that to happen, you know. Mm -hmm. You're you're investing that money. You don't want to lose that money, you know. You're you're well, and it
0: holds you accountable, as you're saying as well, right? Because now I'm like, well, I have like three business coaches that I'm reporting to and that I have to tell what I've been doing over the last week. And yeah, and it it holds you accountable. Um, and that's as you were saying, it's like one of the most powerful things that you can have. Mm
2: -hmm. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome.
1: I feel like well, we need to take, you know, like some referrals from you and business coaches because I like I do think about it yeah, a lot. Sure. And if I would have had it in the earlier phases, it's like it would have been a no brainer. Like, why wouldn't I do this? But it's mm-hmm. the same thing, just at a different level. Right. Like, I'm not going to hire a six figure coach, but I'd hire, you know, uh, one that's that's greater than that. But it, I feel like, yeah, like we still make so many mistakes to this day. So it's like mentorship yeah. is a necessity. It's just, you know, don't yeah. be naive to think that you just got it, you know, because it's so, I mean, it, you know, I you, a lot. yeah. For sure. And
0: you know that I, you know, I love sports. I love being physically active and in sports, like professional athletes all have their coaches, you know, they're not training on their own. They're always, they're having a team or they're having people that do the same thing. They have coaches that tell them what to do. I, you know, I think when you think about it that way, it's like, Mm. why wouldn't you, you know, why wouldn't you do that? So Absolutely. Guys, I'm, you know, I'm so I'm always super excited to talk to you. I'm super grateful um, that Vale found me on Upwork two and a half years ago, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and and told yeah. me um to to um to edit my videos. I I'm super proud of you um of how far you have come over the last two and a half years. It's been such a wonderful process to work with you, and you're the most amazing 22 and 23 year olds that i've ever met in my life um and yeah i just am so curious and excited to see um where life will take you i'm sure it will take you to you know things that you can't even imagine yet today because yeah it's just life is just full of surprises and magic and so I wish you all the best. Um, I'm super grateful um, for you. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today and sharing your experience with the listeners. And if anyone wants to have a chat with you or wants to start a YouTube channel, how can they best um, connect with you?
2: Of course. And Julia, thank you. And and same for you. We're excited to see your growth and what you become over the next years as well because it's already been so transformational which has been awesome your content's
1: been better your filming's been better it's just everything's just been better about you too i i've i've physically Mm -hmm. seen it improve with time myself so like congratulations to you Uh yeah
2: 100 percent. thank you but yeah if if you want to reach us uh just just come on over to our instagram just at dava marketing um we we can connect there and and you know we're 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 trying to have more events this year we're trying to go to more events so uh, you know we want to meet more people talk to more people and and uh just just help and and serve more people so we I have just,
1: a team that monitors those chats. So, you know, we see most DMs as long as it's like a serious DM and not, a, you know, buy my NFT, right? So, but yeah, we have a team that monitors it. So, um, we're, we're pretty easy to get a hold yeah. of.
2: But if you have a good NFT project, you
1: know, <laughs> amazing.
0: <laughs> awesome. All right, you guys. Well, I wish you a wonderful rest of your day and I'll talk to you really soon.
2: Thank you so awesome. much, Julia. Thanks, Julia. We'll see ya.